1: Because there's nothing like a weekend pause with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.
2: It's Thursday, June 11th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. We have shifted into a new phase in the coronavirus pandemic. We are social distancing, washing our hands, wearing face masks, and we are reopening America. I'll still give you updates on any new information about the virus and vaccine development, but I'll also be focusing on how cities, states, and industries affected by the shutdown are opening back up. News that we did not want to hear. Several states have seen an increase of coronavirus cases and hospitalizations following Memorial Day data from some of the states that are reporting some of their highest seven-day averages of new cases also suggests that the increases are not just due to more testing. What is more concerning is that some states are nearing hospital bed capacity. Jacqueline Dupree, who keeps track of coronavirus numbers for the Washington Post, joins us for more. Thanks for joining us, Jacqueline. Thanks for having me. wanted to talk about the number of cases and hospitalizations that have started to rise in a lot of states. This is all after Memorial Day. We're about two, two and a half weeks after Memorial Day now. And we're starting to see these cases rise. And one of the interesting things that a lot of states are seeing is that it's not necessarily just because of increased testing. It just seems like we're starting to get more cases, possibly because as states have been reopening, uh, there's been a little more transmission there. Jacqueline, tell us about the numbers, please.
3: As you said, we started seeing this really since kind of the beginning of June. We tend to track their average new case numbers over a seven-day period because the numbers are very noisy. So we have seen that the average of seven days' worth of new cases have started just going up almost every day in states like North Carolina and South Carolina and Arizona and even Puerto Rico and some unexpected places like Utah and even Oregon. And so because the numbers are noisy, it was something to just kind of keep an eye on at first. But, you know, a sustained number of daily increases in an average definitely is getting our attention.
2: And how do we know that these cases aren't just because of the increase of testing? Where do the numbers show that, you know, it's increased transmission of it?
3: Some states like Utah are nice enough to tell us that. Um, There was a tweet from the Utah coalition that's handling all this saying the cases are on the rise here and it's not because of increased testing or a single outbreak. The numbers, as I think anyone who's been paying attention for the past few months, it is as much art as science because states report so differently in so many different ways. So for me, watching sustained day after day increases when we have been being told for a while that really testing is on the rise. So the first thing was to watch, obviously these numbers keep going up and up. And then to kind of tie into the next part, it was like, well, so are hospitalizations starting to go up in any of these states? Because that kind of gets you past the number of, is this just increased testing right. versus, wow, this is clearly an increase in the number of people who are sick enough to be hospitalized compared to a few weeks ago. So that's what we've really seen, again, in Arizona and Texas and the Carolinas in particular, uh, some pretty clear increases in hospitalizations over the past couple of weeks.
2: And I like the way you put it, the numbers are noisy when it comes to the cases because of The way states track them and count them and probable cases, it does get very messy. So a lot of people do look to hospitalizations as maybe more of a truer marker of the impact, at least on the local health systems that are out there. And a lot of them are starting to get near their bed capacity, which could be a problematic issue if these numbers continue to rise. Let's break down some of the states. Texas has been seeing some increases, 36% increase in new cases since Memorial Day. And their bed capacity is starting to get pretty high as well.
3: Texas has definitely been a state that we've been watching. And in fact, they've reported their numbers again already today. And current hospitalizations have gone up another 100 patients since yesterday. And they're now at about a 43% increase in current hospitalizations for COVID patients since Memorial Day. And they are starting to get to the point where they're continuing to have an eye on how crowded their hospitals are. Out of 56,000 staffed hospital beds, they're down to what they say is about 13,600 available beds across the entire state. And Arizona is another state that everyone's watching and with their numbers that are out today on their website, they actually say that 83% of the inpatient beds across the state are currently in use. And even while their number of cases today went up yet again, they had an increase of another 1,500 new cases today, which is considerably above their seven-day average. And the Carolinas are also starting to pay closer attention to their capacity. North Carolina right now, they say that they only have about 22 percent of their inpatient hospital beds available. Now, even these numbers can be a little, again, noisy right. because not every hospital reports every day. Sometimes they just don't get a report from a hospital. So even these are just trying to watch trends, but right. there's a clear trend upward. In not only the number of hospitalizations, but the number of beds used as it's getting closer to maximums.
2: And this was the concern, you know, as states were going to start reopening, that we were going to start seeing more cases of it. Texas, going back to them, they were one of the first states to relax their stay-at-home orders. And, you know, Memorial Day kind of marked this unofficial opening for a lot of places. People were pent up. They wanted to get out already, so a lot of them were moving out. And since then, A lot of states have started to relax their guidelines and let businesses reopen. So couple that with we've seen all the protests and unrest going on throughout the country. And that's been kind of a two-week thing as well. It could be possible that these numbers could continue to go up. So definitely something to keep an eye out for. And As you mentioned, these numbers are so noisy and they just keep moving so fast right now.
3: You know, I think we're just starting to get on to the edge of when the protest numbers would start to come out of the noise. Because as they like to say, the case reports, you're seeing what was going on in the country one or even two weeks ago. And then hospitalizations can even be another week after that. So I have really just now with this week, I'm really starting to pay attention to the states with the largest number of protests to watch for those numbers specifically, obviously, Minnesota, but also Washington watching King County and Georgia watching the Atlanta area and obviously the District of Columbia. And nothing has popped out just yet, but I would imagine that there will be an increase in cases. I think everybody believes there will be an increase in cases.
2: Jacqueline Dupree. Jacqueline keeps track of all of the coronavirus numbers for The Washington Post. Thanks for joining us, Jacqueline. Thanks for having me. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this is Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause.